97X. Band. The future of rock and roll. Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode 16. On today's show, the ladies discuss the joys, but mostly the disappointment of opening bands, their early memories of the word dong, and both share intimate details about their first time. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong, Simone? Dong wonderfully, thank you. So on today's show, I want to talk about uh, opening acts. I've, uh, I went and saw Portishead a few days ago, which were great, and big thanks to our friend Mick Brown, uh, former Supergrass tour manager, who hooked Mick me up. And Mick Brown! Yeah, he's working on this tour, so I'd already bought a ticket, actually, and then it oh, turned really? out he was... Yeah, he, and then when he told me he was, he's like, oh, I'm coming to LA, I'm working with Portishead. I was like, oh, I already bought a ticket! So, nice. so I sold the ticket, and uh, he hooked me up and gave, put us in a fabulous VIP spot, and oh. had a photo pass, and the whole nine <gasps> yards. So, yeah, I'll post I a nice picture you, that I took. Oh, photo pass. He's so sweet. Yeah. So, so thank you, MB. Remember how everyone called him Brick Mound? Um, Mick, oh, Mick Quinn always called him Brick Mound. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. And also, Leo from the Netherlands, Holland. Yes. Um, gave me a link to Celebrity Cox and Mick Brown is on there, but it's someone else. It's um, wow. like Wild, Wild Mick Brown from Dawkins or, or Keel oh, or something right, like right. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, when I first saw that. Oh my God, that's really alarming. So, uh, so anyway, so uh, Winsor Porter said, which was fantastic. I went two nights, but their opening act was so fucking bad. Like, I just, Who was it? And Do you remember the name? I don't even know. I don't even know their name. I didn't even bother to find out. I should have bothered to find out just so I knew the focus of my disgust. They were just... Were they American or British? Uh, I believe they were British. I heard them mumble something at one point and, <laughs> and they, they uh, sounded British. I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Big Brown. It'll be bad though because he might be friends with them now because they're on the tour together. But anyway, so they were terrible. It just made me think more about, about opening acts. And just, you know, when I know when a, when a band gets the opening spot, it's like this big opportunity. Like, hooray, you know, we're going to open for this big audience. And, you know, Portishead, I guess, you know, it was like 5,000 seaters both nights sold out. So they played for 10,000 people. But, you know, probably most of them didn't give a shit. But, you know, conversely, yeah. you know, I've, I've been with opening acts on various tours. And, you know, it's, 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 you know, you're excited for them. And then they get bad reception. And then, you know, when you know the people, it's a whole other story. You know, we've both uh, been in that situation where we know the people who are, who are opening. And it's kind of heartbreaking. And you really want it to work out. And yeah. you're like, why don't these people get it? But like my kicky never goes over yes. very well when he opens for Neil Hamburger. <laughs> I think he's I think he's had a real upswing and he's been going over much much oh, better lately. So um, and we'll be closing this show tonight. Uh, tonight, <laughs> whatever time you're listening to this. <laughs> maybe it's four a.m. Maybe it's six and you're jogging. <laughs> we'll be uh, closing the show with opening act by Daiquiri and it's amazing and it really really captures the whole the whole problem of the opening act where you're really happy to have this opportunity to open but nobody gives a shit so it's yeah you, I think you'll really enjoy it Stephanie okay 
So, like, remember when we um, went to see Supergrass and they were opening for the Foo Fighters? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to bring this up. <laughs> yes, of course I'm going to bring this up. So we're there in the, near the front and waiting for Supergrass to come on. And then somebody next to me says, do you even know who this is? I don't even know who Supergrass is. And I can't help myself. And I turned and said, they're great. That's who I came to see. <laughs> I think I remember that because we were walking out and it was like the S, the whoever like tells you how to get to your seat. Is one no, of those no, no, people. no, no, you're mixing up. No, that's two different things. So this is like while we're down <laughs> oh, it at the happened front. more than once. Yeah, they were, we were down the front and then that's when that person said that. And I was like, they're great. And they're like, oh, okay. They seemed open to, to you know, giving them a chance more than I ever am anyway. And <laughs> and so then, and then when they came out and I started extra jumping up and screaming just to be supportive and you looked embarrassed and you turned to the people <laughs> next, to, next to you and said, She's Australian. <laughs> like, that was said, the reason. I, go, I said, she runs their MySpace page, and they all go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but that just demeaned them. Like, nobody else would be that excited except the loser who devotes her time to their MySpace page. <laughs> but, yeah, but more insulting than that was that it was blaming my, my, my being Australian. I don't remember doing that. I'm sorry. You don't? Oh my god, yeah. You just look like embarrassed. It was like, oh, she's Australian. <laughs> I know that they're, you guys get really excited. Like shows in England, don't people get super excited and they're really yeah. intense? And yeah, in yes. Australia. Well, you're from Seattle, so of course you. I'm from don't Seattle. Get it. I'm from Arkansas. You just I don't have to like stand there and look unaffected. <laughs> I, I seriously, I do not clap. I don't <laughs> do you any don't of that. You even clap? Ever. No, god, not usually. You really are a God, that's terrible. That's Isn't disrespectful. It? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm pandering to them if I clap. Like, oh yes, yay, okay, I'll give you polite applause. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I you know that like thing where they like they like stick their arms out and raise them up? That means they want you to clap. <laughs> okay, if they if they clearly want it, I'll do that. But of course they want it. They all want it. They, they all, all have want massive it? egos. Anyone on the stage has a massive ego. They would love for you to clap. Hmm. Yeah. And even a little woot. That they like that too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm thinking that I would be really embarrassed if I was up there and they were making noise for me. I don't no, well, know. think about it. If you did something that, you know, is supposed to get people. Think about it. Say you played your song and nobody clapped and nobody said what? You'd just be like, oh, did they like that? I would just that? hope they'd give me a really good iTunes review or something. I would want to hear it in email form or something. <laughs> <laughs> Will you leave me like a nice comment on my Facebook wall? I don't want you to clap, but you yeah. can write it to me. <laughs> That'd be nice if you just had a banner hanging. Please hold your applause. Save it for the Facebook comment thread. <laughs> Here's my but hashtag. Time, just tweet it. Do you ever have you ever like actually started to like a band from the opening the opening band? I did once. I, yeah. I can't remember what it was though, so I don't think they've changed my life. But I saw the show and I was like, I love this, and I went and bought their CD. And hmm. I felt really good about it, like I was helping the little guy. But oh. I, um, I don't actually remember who that was or anything more about it. Yeah, so. I remember um, we went to see Death Cab for Cutie in 99 at the Crocodile. So they weren't like famous yet, but I mean, they were just, you know, a big band in Seattle at this point. Uh -huh. And um, Pedro the Lion opened up. It was Dave Bazan. Mm -hmm. um, you've heard me talk about him and we yes. went on to be friends with him, whatever. But um, I was, I really liked that show. I remember that show really well. And that was like, how long ago? 12, 13 years ago. So uh -huh. 
Um, yeah, that, that's the only good memory, though, I have of an opening band ever. <laughs> Except yeah. for Supergrass, I guess. It's, but, so, um, it's so rare. But sometimes you hear about bands that, you know, like they do an opening slot and it really like, catapults them. So Yeah. Yeah. You're but, right. I never thought about it, though, because they always get so excited. And, you know, because it, it's exciting. If you, yay, I'm touring with these people and they asked us along and... But then that's not who everyone paid to see, and so the audience yeah. isn't actually that excited that's, that's about just an you. obstacle. That's just I never a big thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, well, it was funny. I remember when I went to see uh, first time I went to see Green Day came to Australia in 1996, and I was so excited. And there was this uh, band that got they they got the opening slot, but they had actually originally bought tickets for the show, and then they ended oh. up getting the opening slot. And I was like, "That's so cute!" But that band oh, that was cute. the was the Living End. Do people know the Living End that well in America? But, I never. Um, they, they 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 are they have they have toured here, but they're um but they're pretty good. But it's like that really sort of put them on a on a more national stage because they got to open for Green Day and they went. I mean, they're one of the biggest bands in Australia, so oh, cool. yeah. So I um, guess it works out sometimes. Well, remember we went to go see Bow Wow Wow when they opened for NXS just a yeah. few months ago, and then we yes. left. So that was a good opening band. <laughs> it was a good opening band. But see, it's so different when you go to see the opening band and then you just leave for the for the headliner. It's so weird. <laughs> Is that the only time you've ever done that? Um, no, because we did that for Supergrass. So because remember we oh, were right. We we remember we sat in the outside of the arena, like in the in the you know the walkway section while they were playing. It's like we're not backstage yet, but we're not going to listen to this. No, so we just couldn't. Yeah, but that I was remember. the show. That was the show in Portland where we were walking out, and I guess because because everyone assumes everyone is just there to see the Foo Fighters, and the 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 usher lady said to me, "Man, I didn't care for that at all. They were terrible. That's that right. Super grass. <laughs> and I I and you had walked through the curtain and already and on your like, way out, and I turned go? around and went back. It's like <laughs> I came from Los Angeles to see that band. They're great. <laughs> Foo Fighters are terrible. <laughs> well, and then I remember because I was waiting for you to come out, and I was like going to jump out and just yell really loud and scare you know scare you, you did. but not really scare you. <laughs> yeah, she's so I was waiting and waiting and waiting. Pops out and goes boo. <laughs> but did I scream it? I thought I like totally went rawr at you. I think yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, and, and it worked. It was great. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I remember this opening band we saw when we went down to see. Okay, this was also I think in '99. I don't know how I remember years, but I always do. Um, we went to go see Ben Folds at the Moor uh -huh. here in Seattle, and um, so we were down mm -hmm. way in the very front, and um, the opening act was Train. <laughs> Oh, I don't know who that is. Do you know who they are? I know the okay. name, but I don't know who that is. It's so okay. bad, though. I just remember a song. He's like talking about how great this, this girl, Virginia, is. And he goes, she smokes a pack a day. Wait, that's me. But anyway, like that's one of the lyrics in the song. Uh -huh. And I saw, they're from San Francisco. I actually saw him in the airport one time, like getting like wanded by security. And he looked really pissed. I'm like, yes, because I hate you. Like you're horrible. <laughs> and, but I remember, I do remember they did, um, like a really decent cover of Ramble On. And so I was like kind of jumping around to that and David came up behind me and he goes, Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You were jumping around? You were reacting uh, to music? Yeah, yeah, I was actually. Maybe I was, I was <laughs> drinking by then, sorry. I don't know what came over me. I was kind of jumping around. And David comes up to me Seattle. and goes, Go on. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he goes, oh, these guys are lame. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. So that's that's the only time I remember. Like that was a really bad opening band, but then I was like, hey, this isn't their song, and they're doing a really good cover. So I don't know what I don't like about them. They're totally like uh, Matchbox Twenty or Maroon oh, Five. God. They're totally like Maroon Five. So that's oh. what they're like. I've been tweeting mean things to Maroon Five, on because uh, I guess someone from Maroon Five tweeted at Fox News, uh, dear Fox News, please don't ever play our music over your your fucked up channel or something like that and then and then i i rt'd it retweeted it and i said dear every network please don't ever play maroon 5 ever seriously <laughs> so but um i remember an opening act that you really liked you liked lemon sun who opened for the hot rats last year and you bought their cd yes i bought two of them yeah i forgot all about that that was yes. that was fun and then yes. that guy and i became myspace friends Oh, remember we were jumping around to Caught by the Fuzz or something? That was their uh, well very they, last encore. And no, they played. Right they played all right. Oh, they did. But I mean, um, when Supergrass was playing, when the Hot Rats. Oh, were yes, 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 yes. That's so right. We were jumping around to that. And jumping around with them. And yeah, and was that was really good of you too, because everyone was standing around like not moving, because there was like so many industry people there, and so you really put yourself out there and got into it. Good job, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, and then I remember we went to the dime bar after that, and um, I guess the Lemon Sun guys were all there too. But anyway, afterwards, out, like outside, we kept going outside because it was really hot. And, and this like kind of frat guy type person, you know, Von Dutch hat wearing guy, he's like, I saw you out there on the dance floor. You were really getting down. And I go, really? Was I going like this? And then I like made these like circle of motions with my hands, like right in his face. And he's like, ugh. <laughs> I went back inside. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, now, Stephanie, you wanted to talk about your first memory of the word dong. <laughs> I don't remember when I very first heard it, but um, I do remember being in ninth grade and um, my friend's dad was watching Lawrence Welk, my friend Rhonda. She was my best friend growing up and her oh. parents watched Lawrence Welk every Saturday night. Do you, rem do you know what that show is? Did I've they have seen, it in Australia? Yes, I, I didn't, I didn't have it growing up, but I've been, uh, uh, retroactively introduced. Retroact. I love Lawrence. Welk. I hated it then, but I love it now. But, um, so they were singing, put your hand, your head on my shoulder. Like, and Rhonda was walking around the house going, <laughs> Put your dong on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that struck me so funny. Like, just the image of someone coming up to you. I love that image so much. And, and gently placing their dong on your shoulder. Oh my god, it killed I me. And I still, I still sing that to this day. David's like, can you please not sing that? tonight. <laughs> no, you should sing that every day. That should be our theme song. Um, but I remember, I don't know if you if you said it or David said it, but um, that they were summarizing Mad Men and said uh, something about uh, Don Draper draping his dong all over the women of the 60s. <laughs> and when you just say draping, like something has to be kind of long and flowy to drape it. So I just pictured this really, really long dong just being draped over a lady, like coming up from behind it and just hanging over her shoulder. He's draping his dong all over the women of the 60s. <laughs> dong, dong draper. draper. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. He is. He's dong draper. 
I love that so much. But I don't Great remember, like, dong. dong just seemed like a, a harmless word to, to use for a penis as <laughs> in, a chi- in childhood. But I mean, I don't think I would, like, use in front of my parents or everything. Well, in fact, I know I didn't because they didn't know what it was. Well, because what was your maiden name? What was your last name all your life? My maiden name recently? was Don, D-O-N, <laughs> sans the G. But, um, so I, for some reason, I didn't ever get called Simone Dong, but I should have been. <laughs> but what, uh, so I, on my, on my cell phone, if I send, uh, an email from my phone, uh, it's an iPhone, so they automatically make it say sent from my iPhone, but I changed it to say sent from my iDong. So, <laughs> and it's a harmless enough word. So I'd send emails to my parents that finish in sent from my iDong. And then... <laughs> And then my mom is on the phone to me one time and she says, I, I was showing, I guess I'd sent her a picture. She's like, I was showing this picture to the girls at work and they said, wait, what's that? What's an iDong? And they said, Hebe, what's an iDong? And I said, I don't know. What's an iDong? iDong? What's an iDong? And my mom said it like so many times. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, I have to explain what a dong is to my mother. <laughs> Did you? Well, I, I remember you know, what you said. I remember yes. what you said to her. Tell them. What it, tell the listeners. It. But you, you said it in your accent. You go, mom, or you said mom. I said, I said, a, I just said, uh, I didn't say, I didn't say mom. I didn't address her. I said, uh, it's, it's a, a man's, man's pot. pot. <laughs> She's my mother. I didn't want to have to say penis. It's a man's part. <laughs> But it's so much better that you said it with your accent. It just <laughs> but anyway, but after 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 I told her that, and she said, "Oh," and then she laughed, and then I said, "Ask Dad. I bet Dad knows." <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad know? Then so then I hear my mom, Terry, do you know what a dong is? <laughs> I'm dying. I'm like crying with laughter. <laughs> Terry, do you know what a dong is? And he's like, what? A dong. And she just says it again. And he's like, a dong, a dong. No, I don't know. And then she goes, it's a man's part. It <laughs> <laughs> was too much. Should we talk about how we came up with the word dong teeny? Yes, we've had a number of people asking us, uh, what the hell does Dongtini come from? Was it David who said it one day? Yeah, my husband um, made us drinks. We were sitting on the couch. You were up here visiting, and he's like, I'm making you girls some drinks. And we came in, and I don't even remember what he made, but we'd already <laughs> taken sips. And, oh, what is this? And he goes, it's a Dongtini. And we were like, haha, what is that? He goes, it's any drink that's been stirred with a Dong. And we were like, <laughs> And so that was our working title when we came up with, with this. And we thought about all these other names for the podcast, but uh, we kept going back to Dongtini. So. Yeah, it was short and sweet. And, and I liked it. It's sum- it summarizes as well. It's, a, you know, it's got class, like the martini element, but it has dong in it, for Christ's sake. So it just sort of really, <laughs> I think it really summarizes us well, Dongtini. I think it does. Yes. Uh, now, I wanted to talk about drunken purchases. Um <laughs> the other day I was drunk and I went to bed and every night before I go to bed I have this chapstick next to my bed and you know because it keeps my 
when I wake up in the morning, my lips are moist if I've used the chapstick before bed. Did you just say moist? I did say moist. I'm wow. so sorry. No, it's my okay. Lips are, my lips are hydrated. Is that it? <laughs> my lips are very hydrated if I use a chapstick the night before. So I, I put, applied the chapstick and it's this botanical kind I got like two years ago. And then I, you know, I untwisted it more just to see how much was left. And I was shocked and appalled to see that it was almost finished. Like I just thought it was going to go forever. So I was panicked and I, I was drunk and I went on Amazon and, and bought three chapsticks online. <laughs> <laughs> Three? <laughs> well, they said that you're selling three for like $11 free shipping. And I was like, this is a great deal. I don't ever want to be without this chapstick. It's my favorite. And so I bought, drunkenly bought three chapsticks. Would you have bought it at all if you had been sober? Or would you have just bought one? I probably would have considered it. Well, it came in a three. I probably would have t not done it. I probably would have said, oh, I'll see if I can find I would have like done more research. But because I was drunk, I just like found it, got it, did it. All in my phone. I was just in bed, bought the chapstick. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I bought uh, drunkenly is because um, I play these uh, idiotic games on. See, this is, this is equal to the bad reality TV that you watch is that I play <laughs> Cityville on Facebook all the time. Uh -huh. It's a big part of my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so by the time the show is over, I'll have replenished energy and I can go collect rent and um, <laughs> harvest my cranberries. <laughs> so anyway, oh, so but most of it, I usually just don't, I just spend the money that you earn playing the game, but sometimes they have special items that you need to like pay money to, to get. So one time when I was drunk, I was like, fuck it, I really want all that Tiki Hotel. So I went... <laughs> I went and bought city cash because I was drunk and bought How a tiki much? hotel. Uh, I think I spent like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Does Greg know about this? He knows, he knows. But he plays fantasy baseball and didn't win. So I'm like, you spent 50 bucks on that <sighs> last year and the year before. So I'm not even spending that much. And both of them were consuming our lives. So that he was He plays my... fantasy baseball with David. Our husbands he play does. fantasy baseball together. It actually kind of interests me. I actually watched the draft one year. It was fascinating. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Now, Very one cute. last drunken purchase I want to talk about, which isn't actually a real purchase, but it was in The Onion, probably, gosh, maybe nearly 10 years ago, but it was like, <laughs> drunk man buys entire series of Mama's Family on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's just, Family. And there's just a picture of him sitting, like, at a table with, like, this row of, like, VHS tapes. <laughs> And then, like, in the article, it's like, probably if I hadn't been drinking, I probably would have reconsidered the purchase. <laughs> I think he, like, tries to watch them because he bought them. Mama's family. God, that was terrible. I know. I'm just thinking of Vicki Lawrence and that gray wig. Good Lord. Ugh. I think she only got famous because she looked like Carol Burnett. I think that's yeah, the only Yeah, well, she was on the Carol Burnett show. Yeah. yeah. But only, she was only on that because she kind of looked like Carol Burnett. Oh, <laughs> Not because right, right. she was good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> she was good at playing mama. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Not really. Um, <clears throat> so one last thing, Steffi, I wanted to ask you about. Mm -hmm. um, would you like to share with our listeners uh, about your first time? <sighs> oh, my God. I think I was like 17 or 18. I was 18. I was 17. And, um, really? Yeah. Because my friend, Mark, he was a computer systems engineering major, <laughs> and he'd just gotten the, the internet in his apartment. So that was the first time I went on the internet, and I was really? 18, yeah. and I was like, what is going on? But everything's in DOS format, you know? Yeah. 
and he's bulletin like, you can send an email stuff. to Chris, because um, Chris and I, he had taken me to prom. He went to Georgia Tech. Anyway, he'd driven all the way from Georgia to Fayetteville, Arkansas to take me to my prom. Wow. Like a doll. Um, I know, so I emailed him. That was the first email I ever sent. Wow. We should put a picture of you up, uh, your prom picture. That's, that's oh my god, needs to be seen. Um, my um. first time, I was 17, and it was right when I started to find out that, because, um, you know, I was way into Faith No More and Mr. Bungle, and I found out there was all this stuff going on on the internet, whatever that was, because this guy had a, had a fanzine where he'd collected all this stuff from the internet and put it in this in this little fanzine and was like shipping it out. So I was like, wow, all this information is on the internet. So we need to get on it. And also the bass player from Faith No More, Bill Gould was on the internet. So, and also this other girl I knew got to go backstage and meet Faith No More because she was able to contact him on the internet. So I really, 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 wanted to get on the internet and I didn't know how and, and and my friend also wanted to do this as well we were like you know cohorts in Faith No More fandom so we heard about I don't know how we even knew about internet cafes so we like went into an internet cafe and we said yeah we need to use the internet <laughs> the guy set us down in front of a computer and then and then he, he left us alone and what we had was we guess we had Bill Gould's email address so we like sat at the computer and I guess, I don't know, the guy must have opened the, I think we had to call him to help and he like opened the browser and then we just like typed in Bill Gould's email address into the address into bar the Aww, and then hit cute. enter and of course nothing happened and we just looked at each other and we were like, I don't know what to do now. And then we just paid our $2 and left. <laughs> oh, that is so cute. Did you ever tell him that story? No, I didn't. I should tell him next time I see him. So, yeah, that was that was my first time. And it really does sound just as awkward as, as, as a first sexual encounter, doesn't it? <laughs> just putting something in and it doesn't work and you just you just pack up and leave and look sheepish. And you're like, what's the big deal about that? I can't yeah. believe everyone's talking about that. Like, it's so great. <laughs> Seriously. I remember I had a boss, like, this was over 10 years ago, who didn't know how to like email yet and it had, oh. this is after everyone had gotten email like had had it for years but she's like no so i write dot com you know and and i went over to her screen she's like it's not working and for dot com she had written the word dot and then <gasps> typed a com then typed a comma right after it <laughs> oh no that's so sad i remember on letterman when he used to give their email address or some or, or their website he'd be like www dot 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 uh, www.com dot and he'd just make these long things like he obviously he was making fun of it but he would just like that seemed like oh, a big funny awesome. joke I don't remember that <laughs> dot 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 colon forward slash forward slash www oh boy well we've come a long way well, on that note, uh, we'll wrap it up. So thank you all for listening. You can download this uh, and any supplementary material at dongtini.com. Uh, you can download also from iTunes and listen to it streaming on your phone device with Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. Phone um, device. Phone so device. Cute. Yes, I liked the last phone week you device. Said mobile device. Mobile device. Did I say that last time? Yeah, I like, I like that. I like how Brits say and Aussies say mobile. Yeah, we just say mobile. So thanks, y'all, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> I see you.
I hope I pull it 